But you always look so good. I'm like, I at least have to put lipstick on for this interview because uh, <laughs> Amanda. I, mean, I just put on like a little mascara. I mean, honestly. Oh. Hi everyone, I'm Michelle Waffle for Cosplay Alliance, and I'm here with the fabulous Demanda Martini. Yay! <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that fan intro. Oh, you know, I, I, I try. I try to <laughs> Well, you do a great job. Thank um, you. Well, Amanda, can you please tell us who you have come dressed as today? <laughs> So it's a little bit of my own creation. It's not officially canon, which is fine, but sort of <laughs> inspired by WandaVision-esque and like the 1950s housewife. Um, I thought it would be interesting to see what Virginia Vision, uh, Virginia's or, or Vision's second wife that he created based on Wanda uh, would look like in like a cute little housewife look. Oh my gosh, I, I'm obsessed with it. It looks so good. Oh, thank you. You know, just a little robotic murderous housewife. It's fine. It's fine. The body's buried in the backyard. Not a big deal. Oh my god. Did, did, did you read Tom King's vision? I I didn't, but I remember seeing a cover that had Vision and his wife and the two kids. Yeah, and the two on kids. The front. And Sparky. Sparky oh, that's is also right. an official is, is an official Marvel character as well. Uh, before before WandaVision. Um, so yeah, so his son, oh, I can't remember what the, Vin, I think is his name. And then Viv, who's the daughter who's now a member of, I think it's the Champions. I, I think know, so. It's like all the teen Avengers, you know, legacy characters. Um, uh, but Virginia um, accidentally might have killed the Grim Reaper when he came to like kill them. Cause you know, there's like the longstanding thing where Grim Reaper hates Vision because He's like his brother, kind of. I mean, talk about Summer's complicated family relationships. <laughs> Vision Maximoff nonsense. Oh my gosh. <laughs> complicated. Um, but uh, but yeah, so so like she accidentally killed the the Grim she accidentally killed the Grim Reaper, but like one of the neighbor kids saw her, so she then went to attack the kid and like accidentally killed the kid too. And it was. It's a good miniseries. I highly recommend. Oh my um, gosh. He he and he lives in well local to me. He uh, and like he settled in Alexandria, Virginia, which is just hop skipping away from me here. Because um, I guess he was like working for the government at the time. Um, but yeah, it, it's a really good miniseries. So for those of you who haven't read it, um, I would. I mean, I spoiled it a little bit. Sorry. I mean, it's, <laughs> just, it's a couple okay. years old. <laughs> it's a couple years old. Um, <laughs> Speaking of spoilers, I, I tell the story a lot, but one of my favorite instances of spoilers is um, when Benedict Cumberbatch was being interviewed for the Hobbit movies. Um, Cause you know, he played Smaug the dragon. And he was like, yeah. And you know, when Smaug dies and whatever, and the reporter was like, spoilers. And he was like, the book is 75 years old. I don't think I'm spoiling this for anyone. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a good clap back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you didn't read The Hobbit in high school, like the rest of us. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. And then there was an animated movie too. Yeah. I yep. think. So, yeah, so there, were, there were three. So there's like the original Hobbit um, that ends some, like just after, um, oh no, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Return of the Kings. Yes, there is an animated Hobbit movie, but then they eventually kept going with the, uh, the, the rest of the Lord of the Rings series. But it's very, so like um, Ralph ba Bashke, ba I think, I, I'm not, I'm never gonna pronounce his, his last it's name. Okay. It's okay. He's, so he, he was uh, kind of a pioneer in like that 1970s thing where they did rotoscoping, which was animating over live action figures. Oh. Um, and so like he also did, a, so he did a Lord of the Rings, um, a, like a Fellowship of the Ring. It kind of goes like through Fellowship into a little bit of Two Towers. Um, it, it kind of like ended weirdly <laughs> because I guess he was meant to continue it, but then never did. But then the same people, Rankin Bass, who did the original Hobbit movie, then did Return of the King, which kind of starts in the middle of the Return of the King book. Um, but classic, there is, a, 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 I'm sorry, I'm totally nerding out. So No, this is perfect. I'm getting like all the Lord of the Rings Hobbit. I, 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 oh, always right get on these, I always get on these tangents. Um, <laughs> but the only thing in my opinion that would have made Peter Jackson's movie better would if he would have actually used and or sampled the song that Rankin Bass wrote for when, you know, when Frodo and Sam put on like the orc armor and like they're walking and they're like trying to like hide in the orc army to get into Mordor. There's a song in the Rankin Bass because Rankin Bass um, adapts a few of like the songs that are written in the books, but also, you know, it's a kid's movie, but it's not really a kid's movie. <laughs> um, so like they put these songs in it, but it's called Where There's a Whip, There's a Way. And I'm not gonna sing it because it's, it's much better if you like hear it, but I highly recommend going to YouTube, looking up Where There's a Whip, There's a Way from Return of the King, the Rankin Bass animated movie. It, it, I'm like, it's so classic and so stupid. Cause also like, why are the orcs singing? <laughs> like, like it, it's like, so, like, Reading the books, like it made sense for like the elves and like the dwarves and like the hobbits to have songs, and I'm like, the orcs have songs too. I mean, I guess work, like you know, yeah, you know, whatever. It's like one of those, um, like a like a pirate shanty almost. Yeah, so actually, uh, yeah, yes, yeah. As they're marching on, they have their <laughs> their shanty that they say. <laughs> and it's and it's a good one, and honestly, it would it would have made that scene like just imagining like um. Like little uh, Elijah Wood and um, oh, why why am I not remembering his name right now? Oh. Sam, Sean Astin, just being like, why are they singing? <laughs> so cute. Oh, maybe somebody can do like a fan edit of it. Oh, and I like have, have some reactions of them in there, and they're just like, what? I would I would love that. Nerds, you have your assignment. Yes, yes. If anyone does have one of those or is willing to do that project, please hit the <laughs> hit us up in the comments with the link so we can check yeah. that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, so uh, if you can't tell, I'm a huge nerd. I love like kind of almost all fandoms. Like I like I like comic books. I like movies. I like. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, um, did it, I like Star Wars, I like Star Trek. I, you know, I, I kind of have like my hand in like a little bit of like all of them. The only one that like I can't really get into because I'm a little too old and it just doesn't make sense to me is Pokemon. Like I'm just not, that's just not my gig. That's okay, that's <laughs> I okay. Just, like, like, like it's like, oh, we should do like Pokemon evolution. And I'm like, sure, 
<laughs> You're like, like what is <laughs> an evolution? Pikachu. <laughs> like I remember, like you, you know, as as I was growing older and like Saturday morning cartoons, you know, when it's like I want I because then I was just like I'm just gonna watch the X Men because obviously the X Men animated series was so good. But it's like the other cartoons, I was like I was losing interest. So I remember Pokemon being a thing, and then Digimon came out. And yeah. that like came on like either before or after X Men on like Fox Kids, and I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Like this is obviously like not like this is not for me, which is fine. And I love that other people enjoy things, and I'm not saying you guys can't enjoy the things that you want to do. But again, it just kind of like I'm I'm an elder millennial, so I'm just like just on that cusp of being just mm -hmm. a little too old for some of the things that like a lot of the kids and by kids I mean the other thirty year olds. <laughs> <laughs> if we're the elder millennials, kids. they're what the. It, it, it's like the kids born from like seventy nine to like eighty three. It's a yeah. very, it's a very like small little thing where it's like we're 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 almost Gen X, but we're we're still just a little too old for to like be like a true millennial. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, I fall in that bracket as yeah. well. Uh, I was introduced to Pokemon and Digimon because I had a younger brother. Oh. So we would watch it together and it was weird that they were like marketed together, but they were not, they both had the Mon part in there, mm. but they were not the same show yeah. at yeah. all. Yeah. I can't tell. Oh, do I have like a space on my neck already? Sorry. Sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. I'm not perfect. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, correct that in post, post production, you know, we'll get our editing team on it. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so I mean, I did have a younger brother, but he's only two years younger than me, and he was also a sports kid. Um, like he he liked Star Wars and stuff, um, but he like didn't like delve into it like I did. Like I like lost lost myself in like the whole fantasy kind of genre, whereas he was just like, mm, I'm gonna go play sports, which is fine. Again, I'm not saying that you know people can't do that, but no, I so I have been. In fact, I was just at an, an IG live the other night. And um, I brought out the very first comic book that I ever purchased myself. Oh and it was Excalibur 40, um, which is a retelling of the or the origin of the team. Again, for those of you who may not know, um, Excalibur, which was an offshoot of the X-Men with um, Nightcrawler, Shadowcat, and Phoenix joining Captain Britain and Megan in, um, in London. And, and Rachel um, and Phoenix. Yes, yes, Ra yeah, Rachel, yeah, Rachel Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. <laughs> um, and well, again, to me, she's Phoenix, but you know, because well, <laughs> uh, she she was my Phoenix. Um, yes. But anyway, um, so like Lockheed is on trial, Kitty's pet dragon is on trial, and so like he's explaining the origin of the team and like why he's still on Earth when he didn't return to his home planet or whatever, whatever. And it was just kind of like the perfect first comic for me because it was definitely geared a little bit more towards kids because like the dragons talking like this rhyming pattern um which is kind of cute but also it gave an origin for characters that i didn't know about like megan and captain britain um for because i was introduced to comics through the marvel trading cards like the first mm -hmm. series and Shadowcat and rachel and dazzler being like the first ones that i was like oh who are these people like this is, <laughs> this is cool um so yeah so like that was like the first comic that I purchased being like, oh, this is like the most recent issue of Excalibur. Like we're jumping in, we're doing it, we're doing the stuff. <laughs> um, and, and it was also just like a good time in that series in general to like get in. Like, again, I just kind of like 
jumped in right at the perfect time. And then, um, th and that was like 1990. So then in like 1991, of course, was like the big relaunch of X-Men with X-Men number one by Chris Claremont and Jim Lee. So like, it was just like the perfect time for me to like get into comics and then be like, oh, who are all these people? And like, okay, now I've got to figure out. And like, this is way before Wikipedia way before, like, where you just had to, like, go to the comic store and be like, who's this person? How to find <laughs> out about them? Um, or you get a trading card with a bio. It, and exactly. you're like, you're all, who, what team yeah. is this character on? Like, what yeah. is the rest of the story? It says they died. Like, <laughs> right, right. How did they it, die? It, it literally took me forever to, like, match up that uh, the purple-haired... British woman from like Fall of the Mutants was the same one as like the a Asian purple haired woman on the X Men. So I was like, but they're different people. Like, who are they? I'm like, how, how did this happen? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like... Which, which also comes to again. I'm sort of telling my my own origin story. That's um, okay. One of my one of my favorite issues of all time. I have it. Uh, I have two copies of it. One that I that I bought a long time ago at a flea market. And then one that a friend sent to me because he had it signed by Chris Claremont himself, um, but is Uncanny X-Men 256, which is the infamous body swap uh, issue uh, with Psylocke, where she then becomes Asian, where at the time we just thought that uh, Mojo and uh, Spiral did plastic surgery on her. <laughs> um, which again is... <clears throat> awkward and bad um but the re but the reason that i like it is not necessarily that part but it's the um like underlying like things like uh betsy having to like kill all of her like friends and uh and like um attachments to people in order to be brainwashed by the hand to serve the mandarin which was which was kind of cool because again i like kind of knew who who a lot of the the characters were um but i had um I, again, so I said I got it in with trading cards. Then um, when Uncanny X, or not Uncanny X-Men, when X-Men number one came out, they released like a whole Jim Lee trading card series. So mm -hmm. not, not the ones that's like the official X-Men trading cards where it's like the character cards, but it's the ones that are like screenshots of the issues that told the story pretty much from Uncanny X-Men 256 through X-Men number one. So it like really took up all of those, uh, you know, like big things that like a lot of, a lot of us, you know, around our age, like the extinction agenda and, um, yeah. and, uh, the, 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 the mirror Island saga and storm being a kid and, uh, coming back to the X-Men because of the shadow King and, and, and the introduction of Gambit and, you know, all of, all of that stuff. So like, I really got into those cards. Um, and then Betsy was blonde in that issue. And I'm obsessed with blonde Betsy. Like, I know she's so synonymous with purple hair now. And, um, you know, that that's kind of like her signature thing. I kind of wish she'd go back to blonde. But then, you know, she'd just be like another, you know, blonde woman. Which, you know, I get. It's fine. <laughs> one, one day I will do blonde Betsy in that, like, charter pilot outfit that she wears in that issue where she's chastising Doug Ramsey for being such a wuss. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't wait to see that look. <laughs> it's, so if Betsy's blonde, does she, does she dye her hair purple? Like how, so, how did the purple hair happen? So for those of you who follow me on the social medias, I, a few, I guess now months ago, I did a Betsy look where she was wearing a green and red 
outfit with purple hair. So that was when she was first introduced with purple hair. So Betsy was originally introduced in the um, Marvel UK um, stuff with Captain Britain. And originally she was a charter pilot and a precog. Like she just had like little flashes of, of the future. Um, and then she became a supermodel. And when she became a model, she decided to dye her hair purple to make herself more marketable. Oh. For some reason, comic okay. book. Um, but okay. while she was a model, she actually secretly joined um, Strike, which was the um, British version of S.H.I.E.L.D. or the British division of S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, so, and with their side division. And that's, um, and that, and then we kind of get into like the whole like, um, Mad Jim Jasper's uh, kind of kind of stuff for those of you who are familiar with the Captain Britain series. Um, but in that issue, so I did a screenshot of me with the, the issue. It actually was originally released in black and white. So in that issue, they constantly talk about the fact that Betsy now has purple hair because, <laughs> because there's no visual reference for it. So like when that issue then got recolored, it's very like, yeah, we get it. You have purple hair. <laughs> it, it'll, we it'll, know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so she originally started dying it. And now I, I just think, I, I assume, that with like all of the body swapping and resurrection protocols and like, refer, ref, uh, so like her brother, so like Jamie reformed her once, um, you know, the Siege Polaris or Perilous reformed her once. I think her hair is just now purple. <laughs> I think with all of that that has happened to her, I think it's just reality now that her hair is now purple. It's now part of her DNA. Like yeah, the yeah. five roll, you know what? She's just going to dye it. It's just her favor. We'll just yeah, have her have her wear. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> because, yeah, because like, like I can't imagine, because I mean, I don't know if you dye your hair a lot, but like maintaining a hair color like so i'm i'm a natural blonde so like anytime i go darker it looks like gray it just like immediately like grows out and it just looks like you're like old <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, like it's like i can't imagine betsy like letting her roots ever show right she's like oh i gotta go get a touch up like my I mean, blonde showing but honestly between her rogue and emma frost it's like they just keep that salon in business. Yeah, yeah, especially Rogue with that that two tone hair. Yeah, like, oh, and and also, and I've had white hair before too. Again, natural blonde, white hair, roots still show, and she's got that dark that dark brown. Anyway, <laughs> the, the realities of, of <laughs> in the Marvel universe, right? Like, what salon are they going to? Because we need one of those in real life. Like, right? I don't want my roots to show that often. Like, how can I get that deal? Whose beauty right. power is it? To, right. To do it once a year. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it there's is. somebody that's like, you know what? You never want to do a touch up again. There you go. Girl, I got no. you. I, got I know. You. I know. One trip and done. Can't change. That's it. That's what you are now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, speaking of hair, how how did you style? Um, beautiful wig that you're so, <laughs> so this hair is actually one of my very first wigs I ever purchased, um, which is hilarious. So I originally <laughs> so the, it, it is an Arda wig, which I love Arda. 
Um, you, I, I usually when I when I need to buy a wig, I usually go to them first to see if they have like the style and color that I want, mm -hmm. and then I have other companies that I go to um, as well. But I love Arda. Um, this is Mako green, I believe. If you actually get like really close into it, there's actually blue, yellow, and like two or three different colors of green hairs all through it to like give it that. It's very Some dimension. Like, yeah, yeah, like a dimensional green, which is super lovely. So um, I originally bought it to do Scatterbrain from the TechNet. Again, Excalibur reference. <laughs> you guys are tired of me talking about Excalibur. Um, but anyway, um, I mean, she, she's been styled, uh, you know, so, so like to get something like this, I already had her like really big. The last time I wore her was, I think, like St. Patrick's Day. But before that was when I wore her for... Um, Dragon Con back in 2019, I did Bride Polaris. So I just had her like kind of big and crazy so I could like put my Magneto mask um, over the front of it. And so like she had already, she already had like a lot of volume in her. So it was just like kind of smoothing out the parts and putting in some rolls and then get, getting all of the, the hot <laughs> in this little hairnet back here. Um, oh. Just to kind of give her, you know, a, a little, a little housewife. I kind of wish I had a white hairnet. Like the black kind of doesn't match, but whatever, kids. <laughs> this is a, a closet cosplay. This is just stuff that I just had around the house. So you just had all of that in your closet. So I mean, yes, yes, and no. So like the dress and, and the sweater, like I bought. So like I was gonna do this look for like another thing, like a long time ago. And so, like, I already had it, but I've now worn them with other things. So I now no longer consider it that I bought this specifically for this <laughs> because I've now worn it, you know, with other stuff. Yeah. I bought it so long ago. But I mean, technically, yes. Yeah. So I did have to dye this um, this little this little shrug. Um, it only came in red and white, and uh, I didn't want to do white with the with the red body paint. Cause like, I'm already worried about like this part right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I actually dye a lot of, a lot of my own stuff. Um, I love Rit dye uh, again, since this is like a cosplay thing, like I love Rit dye. I have a pot that I keep strictly only for dyeing. It has like tape all over it being like, this is for dyeing things. Do not cook things in this pot. <laughs> um, Don't make your pasta with this pot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that will kill you. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like I, I, I actually, I love dyeing things. Um, one of my favorite things that I ever dyed, again, speaking of Scatterbrain. Um, so again, for those of you who don't know, Scatterbrain is a member of the TechNet who is an Excalibur villain and she has green hair and uh, yellow skin, but her legs, cause she kind of floats, she's kind of like ethereal. She, her, her, the, her costume goes from red to yellow. And so her legs are just like, um, like a slow like grade of like red to orange to yellow down to the tips of her feet. And so I hand dyed two or three pairs of tights. So that way I had like the layers to give them to make them solid um, of tights that again, I hand dip the red, let that, let that hang for a bit, hand dip the yellow on the other side. And then like, I put the, put the like folded it and like put the middle in orange and then kind of like squished like the ends to kind of blend them and they turn out so perfectly. One day I might just like wear them with like something randomly because they are so pretty. And I've also sworn that I'm never going to do scatterbrain again because 
that was just a whole mess and disaster when, <laughs> when, I, when I've worn her. Um, because, so it's so hard. Um, and the thing is that I, can, I could probably try to clean, but like she has a white top and it's also like a, uh, like sh like strapless kind of kind of oh, thing. Okay, yeah, like like, like off the shoulders. Off the shoulder. So like um, I had to paint yellow like all the way down my shoulder, like around her back, because she has a ponytail. Doesn't just have like big hair that covers her back, which again is usually nicer when you're doing crazy stuff like this. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And uh, so the yellow, and because I wore to a con, I wore to my very first blurred con. Like I just got it. Like the yellow just bled into that white throughout the day and uh, I tried to wash her. It didn't didn't quite work. I mean, I could I could remake her. I could, I could upgrade her, but it's just, she's a lot. <laughs> I, I, have, I, have, I have some really good pictures. I mean, I could have better pictures, but I have some good pictures. I have fun memories. It's great. I, I feel like, like, just move on. She's, she's <laughs> had her moment. Um, and I've also gotten better with body paint. Um, as well, um, because yeah, oh my gosh. Anyway, it was such, it was such a disaster and such a mess. <laughs> Do you feel like some cosplays are better just like to stand and be seen and not move around in? I mean, drag in general, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so like, like being in like all this like quarantine and you know doing a lot of like just like cosplay at home. Um, there are definitely a lot of cosplays that I've done where I'm like, I'm never wearing this to a con because like, I'm, I'm hot right now in my house in the winter time. And like, I can't just imagine like the makeup, like, for example, like copycat. Um, mm -hmm. I did copycat from the X-Men universe, um, a while ago. I don't think I'd ever do her in person because like to get that white makeup, like super opaque, um, it took a lot of it. But by the time, like, I sat down, because I was, like, hosting a, um, like, a virtual drag show for New York Comic Con, like, by the time I sat down, it was, I was already, like, melting. Oh, so, like, no. fortunately, I had already taken some photos, but then I, for, th then I realized that I didn't put my freaking eyelashes on. So I, so I then had to, like, put my lashes on and then take photos. So, of course, I was, like, super freaked out about trying to be ready and, and on time for that show. So, so then I had to take other pictures. So, like, I... Fortunately, like the pictures that I have of her are very nice. And like, I, of course, like edited them to, to post and everything, but I'm just like, that would be too much to like, wear <laughs> um, another, another one that like, I'm currently, currently working on right now is Cerise again, Excalibur. Hi. Um, and she's, she's still in our construction because like Dax and I, so Dax is doing my friend, Dax exclamation point. She's doing all of my phone work. And like, we just came up on like a whole bunch of deadlines that, uh, for example, being in the pride issue of the oh, cosplay yes, event, yes, um, yes. It, and so, and so it's like getting things upgraded for that. And like, uh, we both made two brand new cosplays. Like she made her star Sapphire and I made, um, the Indigo Lantern. And so it was just like Cerise, I don't have like any reason to rush her. Like I'd rather have her perfect than be rushed. So like, she just kind of keeps getting pushed back and pushed back. Um, but she's, Black pleather from Yaya Han, so already completely unbreathable. Um, <laughs> has a full giant fan of hair, plus a helmet that goes on top of that, plus a ponytail that comes out of the top of the helmet. 
she's going to be so uncomfortable. Like she's going to be stunning. Like don't get me wrong. Like I'd, I and also I just love love the character in general. But like she's going to be so uncomfortable that I'm like, I might wear her to a convention like in the morning, take some photos, and then go change. Like yeah. it, she, she's just one of those things that I'm like I'm just not sure if I would make it through the day. <laughs> Yeah, she's got a very complex uh, look to her. So I could. Uh, and, uh, I, I, well, I, I mean, drag in general is uncomfortable. Sorry, that's the reality. You're wearing a steel bone corset around your midsection. You're wearing sofa cushions around your butt. You've got pads all over, you know, and then there's the four layers of tights, which fortunately, because I'm only seeing from the waist up today, I'm not wearing. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're just like a lot of layers. So like, my, my mother, when she sees me in drag, she's like, I wish you'd put on more clothes like for that um, Indigo Lantern look. I'm like, mom, I am wearing <laughs> so many layers of tights and so many things underneath that swimsuit that I'm way more dressed than any other person. Yes. Um, so, so it's just, it's hot, it's uncomfortable. Of course I love it, which is why I do it. Like, you know, I, I, I wouldn't just do, I wouldn't do this if I didn't love it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there there are definitely like some that I like. I probably I probably never like wear this to a convention. Um, I probably wouldn't wear like Ruby Summers um, that I did a while ago to like an actual convention. I did her for um, Farpoint convention, which was online last year. Like a, a lot of body paint. I just think in order to maintain all day at a con, like that's just a lot. And yeah. I, it's just mm, just it. For me, no. Like the first time I ever did my classic Nebula look, I did it for um, Shady Squad photo shoot out in the woods, um, <laughs> which was <laughs> ridiculous. And so, like, I met up with I met up with like all the kids in the woods, and it was one of those like big Marvel shoots. So there was like, I, I don't honestly don't even know how many people. I, I don't know if there was like a hundred, if there was like seventy five. But but I'm only painted blue from the neck up because like Nebula has like the full- Yeah, she's got like a suit. Yeah, and I also did like classic Nebula, not um, MCU Nebula. So like I had like the wig with the with the bangs and everything. And um, it was, first of all, it was in the middle of July. It was Lurcon weekend in outside in the woods. I was hot, it was gross. Mm. And so like a lot of the pictures that were taken that day, like it just didn't, like my makeup just doesn't, look right like it's just it's just kind of mm, it's not it's not my favorite it's also like my first time really trying to do like color with like contour and highlight and all that stuff so i did wear her to a convention um i wore her to to farpoint lot so not last year but the year before and it's still it was like to maintain that blue all day, like I was always like, do I need to like go back to my room and like fix my face? Cause it's like one thing to like keep like, you know, like your little makeup bag to like touch up throughout the day. So I think just like throw a little more powder, put on a little more lipstick. But it's like when you're blue, it's like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. <laughs> like, I'm just go back to the and take this off and put on some sweatpants. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> That's like the best feeling is to get out of your cosplay, pull off your wig, Uh-oh. put on sweats. Girl. No problem. During the full Ursula busting out of Vanessa, like getting out of a corset and like all the, oh, it seriously, it does, it feels so good. Oh. Like I guess it, especially like after a convention day when it's like you've been in, like for me, it's like I've been in drag for like 14 hours and it's just like, 
Daddy, it's time. Just get me out of this. <laughs> get me out of this. Um, like, like one of the <laughs> one of the craziest times I did New York Comic Con in 2018, and. Um, so I was, you know, I was at the booth all day and then I was supposed to host an after party. Like the after party was at like nine or 10 o'clock. Um, and so like by the time I got done at the booth, because um, I was working I was working for LGBTHQ. Um, when I got done with the booth, I got back to my hotel, got out of drag. I didn't take off my face. So I was like, I'll just fix it or whatever. So I didn't take off my face. When, by the time I got out of everything, I realized I had about 30 minutes before I needed to restart fixing my makeup and get back into drag and then like get to the get to the the um, after party that I was just like I can either take a 30 minute nap or I can figure out food. So I just I piled pillows around me. I did full vampire and I just laid in the cold air conditioning for 30 minutes just being like <sighs> <sighs> And, that's what I did. and then I got up and so I was fire from the Justice League that day. And then I did Dazzler that night. So I just like took off one eye, drew the the Starburst, threw some glitter on it. <laughs> <laughs> and walked out the door. Oh, I love that. Well, You're just like, although, okay, yes. Yeah, although okay. funny, I <laughs> you know, you know, everybody has like the tricks of like, you know, zipping up their Zentai's. I had a friend who came with me, but he decided that he was going to go do something else that night instead of being there to help, which is fine. So fortunately our hotel room was like right behind the front desk. So I literally just like walked out and said, can you zip me? And so the way the front desk had to zip me up because <laughs> I was so concerned that I was going to like break it or rip it. And I was like, well, I already have Dazzler painted on my face. Like I, you, what else? What I guess I could put fire back on, but like, <laughs> what, what am I going to wear? <laughs> so I, I was like, I don't want to break this suit. So I just walked out and walked up to the front desk and said, can you please sit me up? Oh, that's <laughs> so without, Like without a wig on, like, oh, I felt so gross to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> At least your makeup was on point though, right? I mean, it was, it was. Yeah. Oh my goodness. No, that I mean that was a fun night. I was exhausted though. Um but that that whole convention was super fun. Um but oh, I mean really any convention is fun. I always I always have fun at conventions. I'm super excited to get back. Blurred Con is in two weeks. Um and so I've got some stuff to prepare to do that. Um Dax and I are going to be there. Uh she has a table that I'll be helping her with and um, yeah, of course we have matching looks all weekend. Can we can we get like a yeah a little something like what? Who are you guys gonna go? With? So um so we're doing uh I'm trying to because you know I keep a spreadsheet I have like you know my my my, my spreadsheet that I keep us us together. So <laughs> I, think, I think Thursday night if we decide that we're gonna like throw something on to walk around, we might just be like, no, we'll just go to the bar. Like, you know, whatever. It just kind of depends on when we get there, what's going on, whatever. Um, we'll, pro we'll probably wear, because we actually haven't worn them together yet, even though we both have them and have worn them quite often, our X-Men training uniforms. Oh, that would look so good. Yeah, we, we, I we've, love we've that. Never, yeah, we've never worn them together at a convention yet, because by the time that I got mine and then she got hers, COVID happened and then oh. we, we, we've definitely worn them like on 
<clears throat> like on like online panels before and like online parties and stuff, but we've never like actually in person worn them together. So I still don't know who I'm going to be because really, you know, I can put on whatever wig, whatever. But um, but Dax, of course, is going to be Storm. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, of course. And, and then, like Dax is Storm to me in my head always. I mean, always, always together. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it just, she just is. Um, and then uh, Friday, we're going to be wearing um, from Batman the Animated Series. She's going to be Catwoman, and I'm going to be Red Claw, who appeared in the first, uh, the, the, in their first episodes together of that of the of Batman the Animated Series. Um, so Red Claw was like my birthday treat to myself to like get that cosplay and like have that made and all of that stuff. So I'm excited to wear her out. Um, and then Saturday, uh, I believe Dax will be wearing because she has to judge the um, cosplay contest that day. So I believe she's gonna do her Hellfire Gala Storm look, which Ooh, yes. is beautiful yes. and incredible. Um, yes. I am, I'm finally finishing, I'm getting the shoulder pads and stuff made, my Boomer cosplay all done. So Boomer will officially be done. Super excited. So yeah, mm -hmm. um, you know, I already have I already have the Zentai and everything, but like having like the full like. Nonsense. You have to have the shoulder pads, right? Yeah. Is this nineties Boomer? Yes. Or, oh yeah. With, okay. with Boomer written down down her side. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. You if you don't have shoulder pads, is it really the nineties look? <laughs> I mean, it's not. So like, <laughs> like I still put pictures like in it um, when when like I got the Zentai and everything because I was like, it's cute. Like you know, it's just like social media, yeah. content, whatever, whatever. But I'm yeah. like, so like take her to a convention. Like I need the shoulder pads. Um, but then on Sunday, both Jax and I are premiering brand new looks. Uh, we are definitely inspired by uh, Captain uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier with the appearance of um, Julia Louis Dreyfus's Val. Um, where so we're doing Madame oh, Hydra. <laughs> so oh. so that's is doing Viper, like a classic Viper look. Yes. And oh I'm gonna God. be doing Val when she gets possessed by the giant squid on her head, <laughs> Lady Hydra. Oh my God. So, I mean, if if the squid doesn't happen, which I think it'll happen, but if it doesn't happen, I, I still have another wig that I can wear to be Val. It's just my red claw wig. I'll throw it up in an updo. Um, but uh, but no, I'm gonna have the full squid on my head. I'm very excited. Uh, it's gonna be so dumb. I'm gonna be so uncomfortable. <laughs> but you're gonna look so good. Um, so like I, I like the the suit itself. So like the suit part's done. I got like all the straps and like the fake guns like strapped to myself, and I got like a little Hydra badge that I put on one of the holsters. But like I have like um like a um what's this called like a a, a sleeveless oh oh yeah pack. like and a bolero. No, no, no. It's like a, a, the sleeveless Zentai and then the gloves that come like all the way up to here. Oh. So it looks like it's just like a shoulder cut out. Oh, it's oh. so cute. And then and then of course my thigh high boots and some some black gloves to go over top of those. I'm super excited for it. It it does look really good when it's like all together and on. Um and because you know we're still in the midst of a pandemic, there are mm -hmm. still some things. BlurredCon is still requiring masks when you're inside um, the convention. So mm -hmm. I'm also stoning all of my masks to match all four of my different cosplays. Oh, 
because I'm a psychopath and want to give myself carpal tunnel. <laughs> oh, but it's gonna look so good. Like, I, I can't wait to see all of your pictures. I can't wait to see your feed. Oh, please go live so that we can all enjoy like the con in you and Dax and your beautiful so, outfits. So the thing is, so so part of part of Dax's uh, thing for being a guest there is that we have um, a suite. So Ooh. I'm sure that we will be going live and there's going to be nonsense. I like nonsense and I like drinks and I like you and Dax. Well, just yes. Have you ever gone to Blurred Con? I haven't. So because that's the East Coast con, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, yeah, it's but it's very. Um, have you been to Dragon Con though? I haven't gone to anything on the East Coast oh yet. My I know. Oh my god. I know. Well, I need to get out there. And now, granted, I haven't been to anything at the West Coast, but Blurred Con is like mini Dragon Con. So Dragon Con is like five hotels in Atlanta. Like it is a constant party. Like you're just walking around with a drink being like, cool. So this is Vegas. But <laughs> it's East Coast um, Vegas. Yeah, uh, it, it's ridiculous and so much fun. So BlurredCon is all contained in one hotel. It's still small. Um, well, it's it's a smaller convention. I wouldn't say BlurredCon is a small convention, but it's smaller in the sense that it's just, everyone's just in one hotel. Um, yeah. Like it, every, everything's just, just right there. And um, it is a party. It's a 24 hour party. They have a video game section that runs all night. They have dance parties all night. Um, it's also one of, in my opinion, one of the most inclusive conventions I have ever been to. So it was also one of my first conventions. Um, so I kind of have like a little soft spot for it. Um, but like as a, as a queer person, it, it is a little unsettling when you're like, yeah, I'm going to be the drag queen at this thing. And not like, I'm going to be the drag queen, like, oh, I'm going to live. It's like, I'm going to be the one that's there. <laughs> and so you're just kind of nervous about how people will sort of take that. Mm -hmm. um, and BlurredCon being like my first one that I did with LGBTHQ, and even though like LGBTHQ is like, you know, it's, it's a queer organization, and they're like, oh no, it'll be fine. It's kind of like, yeah, sure. You say it's gonna be fine, and then I'm gonna like try to go to the bathroom, and you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, everyone was so nice, so cool. Um, there, it was one of the most accessible ones. Um, I saw. So I, I used to work with um, a lot of adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities, and so I, I'm always trying to when I was when I was working there. It's always like, how do, can I get um, activities to these people that maybe they don't really have access to. And BlurredCon is one of those conventions that I saw so many people um, who are neurodivergent or uh, have a, a physical disability. And they were just there at the convention, just having a good time, you know, enjoying as much or as little as, the, as they wanted to. And it was just so cool to see like how those people were then embraced and um, allowed to be a part of uh, the convention culture, which, um, you know, as we know, can sometimes be a little too cishet dude bro, um, yeah. <laughs> which can be a problem. But, <laughs> um, but it, I mean, it was, it was just so much fun. And again, a party. And I mean, also, I mean, we've told this story, I'm sure a few times, but like, it's also like when me and Dax like kind of like first met and hung out. I mean, we had met previously, but like, we actually like hung out and like kind of started like this whole 
nonsense that you know that, that this now beautiful friendship <laughs> <laughs> i mean it is it is something no i'm just kidding oh no I, I, and like it, it, it was also like finding like knowing that then i had like queer people that like were like me in the sense that yeah when i bring up you know betsy braddock and like being blonde and they're like oh yeah back in you know uk daredevils and i'm like oh yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, you, know, like, you know, like like that kind of stuff. And it, it was just so cool to be, and like with Dax and I, one of the reasons that I think like we just became like quick friends was because it's like we're, we both do drag, and we're both huge nerds. So it's like we just kind of already spoke so much of the same language that it just like immediately we're like, oh, yes, you are a person like me. So we, we definitely are friends. Yes. Um, which, which which is so much fun when you like get to meet people. And I also, if you can if you can't tell by me dominating this entire conversation. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, this but, is all about you anyway. So it's totally <laughs> but I love talking and I love talking about stuff that I love doing. And um, so like that's working at L with LGBTHQ or really just you know being at a booth at a convention. I love meeting people, I love talking to people. Um, I also like uh, sort of educating people, which is why I do like Z-list characters. People are like, oh, well, who are you wearing? Well, I am so glad you asked. Let me <laughs> tell you all about this person in hopes that you will also fall in love with this person. Um, and, I mean, and another thing that I also loved about being at BlurredCon again and like meeting new people, it was also um, back when Steven Universe was very new to me. Again, I'm an old person. I don't watch Cartoon Network on the regular. You know, I, I now watch Cartoon Network anytime I room with Dax because she constantly has it on um, <laughs> in the hotel. <laughs> Cartoon Network on for the entire weekend. Um, but uh, the, um, so like, I didn't really know Steven Universe, but like there were so many people who are dressed as Steven Universe characters at BlurCon. And so like um, a friend, Kevo, uh, who uh, also used to be with LGBTHQ, um, like he he just kind of sat down and like so this is what Steven Universe is about you're gonna love it and so when I got home from BlurredCon I started watching and I was like this show is incredible so like <laughs> I always like associate like that whole Steven Universe and that being like oh my gosh like I met these new people they told me about this cool new stuff and now I'm watching it and it's so much fun and and you know that's one of the things that I that I love about conventions is like finding out about cool new things and then being, and then going home and like, like reading a new book or, um, you know, watching a new show. I, I, I love being a nerd. I do. <laughs> it's fun. I, I think we all do. And I think it's, it's so great when you can go to a con and you can meet more people who are into the same stuff and they have that same excitement and those same vibes and you guys can just really like go off of each other. It's, it's a great feeling. It, 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 it really it really is and because I like I have found like my little niche of the of social media of like the internet of like the queer x-men nerds and I love it so much like I love the fact that it's like I can post a character by copycat and people being like oh my god <laughs> copycat like what what is this and, and like having people like know who that is and be excited about it or like when I bring out something like Excalibur and something be like, oh yeah, I love the tech net. Like I never see anyone do the tech net. I'm like, I did Scatterbrain, you know, for, you did who? <laughs> um, 
another another great story. I was on a I was on a panel uh, for Farpoint many a few years ago. You know, just talking about nonsense, and there was um, a couple there with their kids. And um, the wife was talking about how she and her husband obviously like to do matching cosplays. And so, like, to this day, they were um, wearing uh, Star Wars stuff. Because, again, like, um, Farpoint uh, slides a little bit more sci-fi, uh, especially, okay. especially Star Trek, obviously, with Farpoint yes. in their room. Um, a little more Star Trek. Uh, so that day I was Luaxana Troy, which was incredible. Um, but anyway... So she was just talking. She's like, "Yeah, and what you know, one of the first, um, you know, one of the first looks that we did together was Kitty Pride and Peep Wisdom." And I was like, "From Excalibur," and again, she's just like <laughs> asking a question. I'm on, I'm on the panel. I was like, "From Excalibur, <laughs> like, you guys tested Kitty Pride and Peep Wisdom." She's like, "Yeah." She's like, and I was like, "Yesterday I was Tangerine," and she was like, "Tangerine from <laughs> from like the Days of Future Past, so part of." And I was like, "Yes." And, and so it's like we obviously like you know stopped and like chatted about like stuff and Excalibur and like she was like I love Alan Davis so I was like oh my god I love Alan Davis he's my favorite uh, comic book artist um, yeah I mean I I, I love I love stuff like that when it's like you just find like those little random things um, in common with people yeah oh that's. That's so sweet. Was this during a panel? Like you were yeah, yeah. on the like, panel and yeah, <laughs> I was. And you're just like, what? Yeah, and we, <laughs> I totally shut it down. And we talked to talk to this woman for a few minutes, and I and I was like, we're gonna talk after this. We're gonna get back. To <laughs> we're gonna talk. Um, but uh, another another fun story from from that convention. Um, I was also snowbird that weekend for an Alpha flight, and um, I was standing by myself at her table. And the big guest that weekend was Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn being um, inconceivable from Princess Bride. I also know him from Clueless um, as uh, the teacher uh, in Clueless. And um, I can't I can't remember the teacher's name right now. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, so I'm I'm just standing there in like you know this giant white suit with like this big white hair and you know the big tiara. And he's like walking along with like his his person, like the person who's like walking. And he like kind of stops and looks at me and he goes, Oh, he just kept walking. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I laughed so hard. And of course, I'm just by myself. Like there's no one there to like see this moment that I just had with Wallace Shawn. Oh um, and it just it just made me laugh so hard that he was just like, Oh. <laughs> So like, listen, I'm I'm also you know out out of heels. I'm about I'm, I'm like five eleven, six foot. Like, I'm not quite as so like one of my brothers is like six feet tall, and I'm like not quite as tall as he is. But people keep telling me that I'm tall, and I'm like, mm, okay, whatever. Um, but then you know I usually wear a good four to five inch heel when, yeah. when I'm in drag, uh, especially at conventions. Um, <laughs> so I'm like you know I'm like six four, six five. Um, you know, any, anywhere that I go. So it's kind of like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm big lady. Um, and, and Dax is like, I think, I think she's like six, five or six, six without heels. And then again, she usually wears like a four or five inch heel. So she's like seven feet tall. Oh my gosh. And it is also when we're together at a convention, it is, it does get silly. We do get ridiculous. Um, but one of my favorite moments that we've had together. So we were dressed as, the River Vixens 
from Riverdale. Oh my god. Which, so listen, we are Betty and Bloronica. She calls herself Bloronica, by the way. <laughs> uh, so we, we are Betty and Bloronica. And we we were at Dragon Con and we were trying to go to so like again, as I said, like Dragon Con is like all spread out over like a bunch of different buildings throughout downtown Atlanta. So it can get kind of confusing where you are, like especially if you've been drinking. <laughs> where you're just like, wait, which hotel am I in? Like, where? Where am I? Yeah, the, the only thing is that I know, I, shit, now I don't even remember. What I think, I think it's the Marriott. The Marriott's the one that has like the out. So you know when you see like the pictures from Dragon Con where it's like there's the steps outside that like they do like the big group shots in. Yeah. Like, I know, I know how to get there. Right. <laughs> anyway, so so we're trying to get to like the the actual con floor. Because um, you're like, we want to go see the people at Arda Wigs because that's a sponsored by Arda. Um, and they're very lovely people. Uh, and so, and so, you know, we wanted to go say hi to them, talk to them for a little bit. We wanted to go say hi to, um, you know, one of our convention friends. I mean, we're not like friends where it's like, you know, we like call each other on the weekend. But like anytime we see her, we always see Karen Ashley. And if you have not met Karen Ashley in person at a convention, she is one of the sweetest, most genuine people that I've ever met. Again, that first Blurred Con that I went to, it was so hot. So like Blurred Con, um, there's like a skylight that comes that goes all the way down throughout the entire hotel that shoots down to the floor. So it's just like the sun beaming directly into the bottom of the hotel. So it was so hot. And as we know, I always carry a fan. And usually matching matching my cosplay in some way, which reminds me I need to buy some fans for, <laughs> for Blurred Con. <laughs> Um, but I had a green one because I because I was um, my Captain Green Lantern look, but um, my friend was carrying my yellow one because I had the yellow one for when I was scatterbrain, and I and Karen Ashley was like, oh my god, and her her table was like just across from ours, and she was like, oh my god, it's so hot, it's so hot, and so I literally went to my friend, I snatched the yellow fan out out of his hand, and I gave it to Karen Ashley, being like, here, here's the fan, like you obviously. <laughs> need this and she was like oh my god and then she's like now you have to teach me how to like clock it so of course i did and she's oh. lovely so anyway so then and so now anytime like, you know i see her i'm like hi and she's like oh my god hi how are you so anyway so we wanted to go see her and we wanted to see um another kind of convention celebrity that um obviously like gay people love is um samantha newark who is the voice of gem uh from gem and the holograms and then oh. she's also the voice of Oh, she's not RC, because RC is Susan Blue, but I think it's like Alita One or something, one of the other female Autobots. Transformers. From the, yeah, from the original Transformer series. Um, but anyway, she is also super lovely and super wonderful. And so we wanted to go see her too. So anyway, sorry, I get sidetracked. So it's okay, it's okay. But anyway, so we're trying to get to the con floor and like there was this line that was just like all the way around this building. And like, we couldn't even tell like where the line started. It just seemed like there were just people like in a circle around the building. And so we were just kind of like in the line, just like looking around being like, what, like, where is this line even going? Like what's happening? So as we're walking through, we see that there's this lady standing at a door and the door's open, but like no one's going into it. So we're like, I don't know, maybe it's like, you know, for, deliveries only or you know whatever and Dax just goes no clacks her fan parts the red sea of people we literally just walk in the door and walk up the stairs and we're on the con floor and i was just like did we 
Did we just like that? Did we just like? <laughs> You're just like, coming. excuse me, we're we're coming through. We're obviously very important people. <laughs> it was just so, and like the lady didn't stop us. The lady didn't ask to even see like a Dragon Con badge or anything. I we think if you like, walk with confidence, like you know where you're going. If you have that kind of energy, they're not going to question you. Yeah, and like, also, seven foot tall drag queens. Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah. we have somewhere to be. I felt a little bad, but then I was like, whatever, it's fine. We, you yeah. know, we did the rounds, we saw the people, we did the stuff. It was, it's just fun. We have a good time. Um, but yeah, we, we, we've, we've done, we've done a bunch of conventions together. We did like, um monster mania um a few years ago which is like a a small horror convention the cast of scream was there but like they were all in different places which i found kind of like interesting that like they didn't oh. like want to be together maybe there's some know. drama that we maybe. don't know about they cannot be know. in each other's vicinities yeah like you whatever know. it's fine um <laughs> but like like that, that that was a fun one that we did together um, of course, with all the DC ones, like uh, Awesome Con, Lord Con, Katsu Con. Um, yeah, just mm, so much fun. Good times. I I love a good convention. Me too. I feel like I need to get out there on the East Coast and experience a few. Like, well, I want to part, I want to part the people. <laughs> and, and, and we've also definitely talked about trying to get out to some, some of the ones on the West Coast too, because, you know, I've never been to San Diego. Uh, well, I've never been to the, the San Diego convention. Um, I've never been to, um, like, what are some of the other ones? Like, the, isn't there one in, like, L.A.? Yeah, there's L.A. Comic Con. Uh, and then there's a bunch of little ones that we have. Like, there's Long Beach Comic Con, Long Beach Comic Expo. Um, Pasadena oh. does like, some anime ones. And oh. there's Nerdbot Expo. There's there's a lot out here. Oh, I I... I I mean, I guess so. But yeah, I, I mean, I, so usually when I go out West, I usually uh, am going to Utah because that's where my family is from. Um, but also I would love to go to FanX, which is the big convention in Utah, which is, um, I, I, I've had friends that, that go there, but so, hey, conventions, hit me up. I would love to go. <laughs> um, but, but, but also there's like Rose City, which I believe is like one in like Portland, I think. Yeah. And Emerald um, City yeah. Comic Con mm -hmm. is in, up there too. Yeah. So I'm just like I would I would love to go to just all conventions. Like I I, I wish that like it was my job, but it's also super expensive to, to do all of that. So <laughs> you know, and also trying to get all of that time off would be ridiculous. But, but if it was your job, then you wouldn't have to get time off. You're just get paid to be fabulous, you. Yeah. I mean, listen, it is the goal. It is the dream. Um, to do that, or to be um, an actual housewife. Where, oh. oh, honey, just, you know, I'm going to a convention. <laughs> Bye. Um, funny story. So, like, the job that I currently have, uh, when I was in, uh, when I interviewed for it, uh, the so it was, like, this group of ladies. And, again, as, like, a queer person, like, when you're, when, when I'm in, like, a, a group of ladies, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, like, I'm fairly comfortable. Like, you know, whatever. And, you know, we're just kind of, like, shooting, like, you know, being funny and whatever. And um, they were just like, so, like, in five to ten years, like, where do you see yourself? And I'm like, well, do you want, like, 
like the corporate answer that I think you're looking for? Or do you want like the real answer? And they're like, um, the real answer is good. And I was like, hopefully in 10 years, I can finally marry a man to tell me that I have to quit working because I'm messing up his taxes. <laughs> but, like, that's like, like that's the goal. That's right? the dream. Like, I would love to just have a man tell me that, oh, you don't have to work anymore, hon. Like, you're like the taxes, like you're, you're messing up our taxes. Like I, I, you have to sit at home now and just do drugs. Yeah. Just be fabulous. And, and, and go to conventions. And <laughs> listen, I'm a good cook. Like I can make dinner. I can clean a house. Like that's fine. <laughs> I can do all that. Like I'm still going to go to like, don't, don't look in my drag room by all means. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a disaster. <laughs> Yeah, same with um, same with our guest room. It's kind of like it's kind of like cosplay explosion right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's so so um, at the beginning of the year. So like on New Year's Day, um, I had uh, some friends came came over and I like emptied out the garage, put a tarp down, and literally took everything out of the drag room and put it out there so we could like lay it all out and like sort it and like get rid of some stuff and you know. I need to do it again. It's again, it's been seven months or you know, six full months now. So I need to do it again to like and I should probably do it before BlurredCon because it would be nice to like have everything organized and, and neat and then come back from BlurredCon where it's like everything's gonna explode again. Like once I try <laughs> once I get home with that suitcase. Um, Unpacking chaos. Oh my gosh. So I've also had like a lot of drag gigs lately. Um so like packing up drag and like going for like a weekend for like a show. It's and then like coming back and like it's like because it's like performing is different than be just wearing it at a con all day. So like obviously like you're still sweating when you're at a convention, but it's like you get to like hang it back up in the hotel and like kind of let it air out and like febreze it and whatever. But like yeah. when you go to a gig, especially if you're doing like two numbers, it's like gotta get it off, shove it back in in the suitcase, get whatever you know you're wearing next. So like. Loki and Jean Grey that I just wore out of the, they are not okay right now. Like I, no. they, they need a full wash and especially uh, Jean because I'm going to be doing um, Jean Grey again at a brunch that I'm doing next Sunday. Um, so, so yeah, so she, she needs to be all cleaned and ready. I mean, I guess I could wear any of my other Jean Grey looks. It just obviously looks best with like the 90s cartoon version. That's my favorite look for you. Like you just yeah. totally kill that nineties Jean Grey look. I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? I'm gonna retire mine. I can't. <laughs> your your headpiece is better. Mine is just like the headband that I got from Heroes Time. Like I want like an actual like legit headpiece like you have. Um, I'll eventually get one. But like, don't retire yours. <laughs> you, look, you look amazing in it. Thank you. Thank you. I'll I mean, just have to come up with some other versions. There's a lot of other 90s characters I need to cosplay. <laughs> so. I, mean, I mean, listen, co cosplay is for everyone. You're allowed to dress who, whoever you want to. Um, like, like, like the 90s Jim Lee, Jean Grey is also really like, it's, she's not like my favorite look um, of jeans. Um, but I figured for a song called Jean Grey, like I need it, like I needed like that iconic 90s look. I love that you brought 90s Jean Grey, you brought Phoenix, and then you brought Madeline Pryor. 
So also, but also, so like my favorite, so like when I originally got my X-Men training uniform, the first thing that I wanted to do was that um, 1960s, 1970s hidden years mm -hmm. uh, Marvel girl with like the blue mask and the training suit. Like that's what I wanted to do like from the beginning. I've now had that suit for almost two years and I finally just did it. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, so the music video, the music, the, the Jean Grey music video, it so, it's like every time I do, every time I do one, I'm like, oh my God, this one's my favorite. Oh my God, this one's my favorite now. But this one really is, I think it's just like, because the song is so perfect, because also, so Jean Grey is, was written by um, Tunde Olanrian, and they are also a big X-Men nerd. And so I think like the fact that like, it's a song written by a nerd, for nerds is yes. it, it, it just makes it, it just makes it that much better. Um, and uh, I mean, I got in a little bit of trouble with the internet police by also sampling Madonna um, um, with the Madeline Pryor parts of that song, which is why the video now can't be seen, I think in all countries anymore. Um, I think it's still there. Um, a friend of mine from Canada just, um, Oh, you know, you know Tay Bobo from Oh, yeah, yes. So, so, so Tay finally is back on the internet. Yay! Yay. Um, after after a little sabbatical. Um, and so uh, so she finally caught up and watched the Jean Grey video the other night and was like, oh my God! Um, <laughs> but but yeah, so so I give like the credit to my, of my music videos to my friends, Jason and Erica Klinkowski. Uh, the indoor productions, as they are known together. Um, they film, edit, uh, he builds all of the backgrounds himself. Uh, uh, so, like, I think the mansion one he found on, like, a free site or whatever, uh, the, the mansion for, for the X-Men, but, like, any video that I've done where it's, like, the danger room, like, the Dazzler or the Stepford Cuckoos, he built that. Like, he built that danger room, which so is, like, awesome. so crazy to me. Um, but anyway, uh, they, they're, they're an amazing couple, uh, uh, who just are so lovely. And so they also did, um, when Dax, when Dax did, and I, and I like had a cameo in it, when Dax did her Tahani music video from The Good Place, they also did, did that video for her. Um, but they also, so... Jason and Erica are like old school cosplayers. Um, so like when they found out that I cosplayed as well as like did drag and stuff, cause they're also like big drag race fans. Um, like we just kind of like hit it off immediately and just like became like good friends and all this stuff. So when I started doing um, a lot of cosplay stuff, um, they've just always kind of like been around and like done like little things. So like one of the first things that Jason built for me was my snowbird um, tiara. Um, so Jason has built, aside from the um, Marvel Girl mask that Dax made me, he has made all of like my stupid Superwoman headpieces. So like, so Snowbird, um, original Batgirl, Betty Kane, uh, my Scarlet Witch, my um, Boudica. Uh, what are some of the other stupid ones that I have down there? I'm just thinking of like all the ones that are like in my room on a on a head. So many, so so many, um, and uh, it's like so. He's the one who's going to be making the giant squid that I'm about to put on my head, <laughs> as well as um, as well as the um, shoulder pads for Boomer. Um, so they're they're just 
they're just lovely. And so, like, people are like, oh, my gosh, like, this is so great. And I'm like, well, they did it. Like, it was yeah. nice. Like, it's, it's like, like my storyboard, like, ideas and, like, stuff that I want to have happen. But he's the one that, like, brings it to life. And it, they're just always so amazing. Like, I didn't think that I would be able to top the Dazzler Pussycat Dolls video because, uh, like, th that one that one was, like, two years in the making like, of, like, oh, my God, I want to do this with Dazzler and whatever, whatever. And so, like, the fact that, like, this video, which was fairly quick, because, I mean, I remember when, like, I discovered the song, like, both you and Powers of X-Men, like, posted about it, and I was like, oh, wait, I'm like, I've already got something in the works. Like, I've, I'm already formulating things in my brain. Um, so, like, so, yeah, anyway, it... But also, so, so Tunde Olanrian uh, obviously saw the video because I tagged them in it. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, like, they are also, like, oh, my God, like, another nerd, another queer nerd, you know, enjoying, like, my, my music for, with the reason that, you know, it, it, like, as Jean Grey. And so, like, yeah. they've been liking and sharing, um, like, my music video and then, like, the videos that I posted of, like, the live performance and... Um, it's just, it's just incredible. And then when I got like the warning from the internet police about it, um, they messaged me being like, uh, that's not for me. I just want to let you know, like, that's not me. I promise that's not me. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, I guarantee it's because I sampled Madonna and, uh. and again, it's not Madonna. I'm sure it's just Warner Brothers music. Like they're just, you know, they're just doing their job too. Like, yeah, technically I didn't pay for it. <laughs> so, like, so like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Uh, but, also, but also I'm like, it's not like I'm making money off of this. Yeah, if anything, you're just giving more exposure, Yeah. right? Because um, also the song that I the song that I sampled from, from Madonna, it's called She's Not Me, which is from Hard Candy, which came out in like, when did Hard Candy come out? That was like 2006, 2007. Um, no one has heard of She's Not Me. Like it was not a single, it was not a song that like did anything. So like yeah. you're welcome that people now have <laughs> them prior. Yeah. yeah, free exposure. <laughs> so uh, also, so like obviously all the nerds like loved the video and stuff, which is wonderful. Thank you all so much. Um, but like I showed it to my brother and sister-in-law yesterday because we had like our family um, get together yesterday instead of today. And like explaining to them who Madeline Pryor was <laughs> was like super complicated. <laughs> but, but also, so like the the um, my best friend who I live with, um, like when I was doing the video and stuff, and then like I and or e even when like I originally did like my Madeline Pryor looks like forever ago when I d originally did that podcast with uh, Powers of X Men. Um, like <laughs> explaining like like as I'm styling the hair, like explaining who Madeline is, just like they're like, wow, that is complicated. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, she's the clone of Jean Grey, but the mother of Cable. And there and, and so like like Ben was like, Cable, isn't he like an old guy? And I'm like, this doesn't concern you. He was sent to the future <laughs> because of a techno organic virus. <laughs> they're like, they're like, they're like what? I'm like, do I? I'm like, let, I'm like, let me get out the flow chart. It's yes. it'll make more sense then. Yeah, let me Wikipedia, Google Images, <laughs> the Summers family real quick for you. Seriously, because I mean, listen, like you know, just talking earlier about you know all of the the vision 
family family members like that's one of the reasons that I love comics because they're so stupid. Yeah. They're they're so like Ben and I have a long-standing house rule that if we're watching something and we're like we ask a question that it's like the writers of this television show or movie did not consider this like it's like drink for trying to make sense. So like there so like to me it's like two things either one I say drink for trying to make sense or hashtag comic books. Like it doesn't <laughs> Like don't don't think about it too hard. Don't like get into it. It's not that big a deal. Just enjoy it for what it is and just move on. Yes. It's gonna there's gonna be some plot twist later anyway. So it, it, I know it, someone will, will remember this one scene from 1986 and make it a whole a whole thing later. So don't yeah. worry about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, oh my gosh, Amanda, we have been talking for over an hour. <laughs> well, I should say you have been talking. I'm, I'm just I'm here to just be like, yes, yes. I mean, you I mean, you, you guys opened the floodgates and just let me and just let me go. We um, did. But I it's okay. I mean, there, are there any like questions or something like anything specific? That, that 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 like I don't know because I mean I don't, I don't I don't know what 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 do these videos usually consist of and not someone just rambling about random fan stuff that they like. No, it's I feel like it's a little bit of both. I feel like it's a little bit of what you like are into, what your fandom is. We always talk about cons, like cons mm. we like to go to. Talk about favorite characters. Talk about cosplay looks. Okay. Cosplay skills. I mean, you touched everything, and I didn't even have to prompt you. I was like, "This is this is one of the easiest interviews I've ever done." I was stressing out about like figuring out what to ask you, and then I thought about it, and I'm like, "You know what? Demanda's gonna just she's just gonna go, and it's gonna just flow naturally." L listen, I like to talk. I like to talk about stuff that I like. Like, like sometimes I feel bad at conventions. Like if someone asks me like just the right question and then like I'm going on, I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. This like, that was a lot. Let me, <laughs> let, me, let, me let me like pull back a little bit. Oh, well, Demanda, let's finish it off with that. Where can people find you? Like, what are your TikTok? handles uh instagram handles where on social media are you so my here i'm gonna right here is my handle demanda martini and you can find me on facebook instagram twitter tiktok venmo cash app uh <laughs> at demanda martini uh and it's right here d-m-a-n-d-a-m-a-r-t-i-n-i -A -A um i do post every day well I just say most every day. There's a very odd day that I don't post something on my social media. Um, just because I, I, I like engaging with people. I like showing off stuff that, that I have. Um, I, it, it, it's just, it's just fun for me. Like I, I enjoy doing this stuff. So I want to share with people, but yeah, please come find me on social media. Uh, if you're in the um, DC area, uh, come see, come see me at BlurredCon. Uh, if you are an enjoyer of drag, uh, you can also catch me on Sunday, July 11th at Lost Boys Cider House uh, doing a, a live show. So you, you might see a little 
a little Wanda and a little Jean Grey. Ooh, ooh! I was gonna say, are we gonna see some Jean Grey that night? <laughs> <laughs> of course. All right, Demanda. Well, I I appreciate you taking time out of your holiday to chat with me and the cosplay alliance. And we will have to do like a part two of this. I feel <laughs> for sure. There's good. Go. Anytime you guys want to talk about stuff, like let's go. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you up on that. Okay. All right. Thank you so cool. much. Thank you so much, Demanda.